been lounging, lounging with Skipper. <laughs> You've been lounging, lounging with Skipper. Oh, yeah. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody, to another episode of Lounging with Skip? I'm sitting here with, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad she showed up. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad she came through. Um, hairstylist, you know, one of the top hairstylists um, in the game, um, Kim Berry. Bless you, brother. Um, I'm glad you showed up. Um, how have you been? I have been busy. And uh, thank goodness. Uh, but yeah, I'm well. You well? Doing well, yeah. Okay, so hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I didn't want to just introduce it, you know, that bam, like, well, I want to talk about you. I want to talk about your beginnings and, and how you got started and what sparked your interest into doing hair. Um, well, from when you were a kid. Yeah, funny thing is, I was not thinking about doing hair at all. Okay. So I was just, uh, you know, that doctor, that lawyer. Mm-hmm. I was going to be that girl. And um, went to school, knocked out my 12 years. Well, what, 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 well, first off, where are you from? I am from Los Angeles, California. Okay. Uh, went to school in the Valley. Okay. Uh, oh, Willow really? Hills, El oh, Camino really? High School, okay. my, my, my school. And um, he was junior high before that. And so, uh, hell, junior high. Um, so, I, uh, yeah, like I said, it, any other kid, doctor, lawyer, you mm-hmm. know, mom was just like, bring me a diploma and no babies. Okay, okay. got it. That's the requirement. All right. Okay. So, uh, got through 12th grade and. Still went, not thinking about doing hair? Not at all. You, so, you were go, just going through grade school, junior yes. high, high, just being just regular? Mm-hmm. Just, I went to the shop like everybody else and okay. not thinking about anything. Okay. And so, um was uh when I finished uh high school got the got the diploma I told my mom I said okay look I did everything you told me to do got good grades didn't bring you no babies I said here's your diploma mm-hmm. I said I'm taking a year off I'm mm-hmm. not doing nothing I'm just going to chill and just do me and she's like okay and I said uh she said, and so I said, okay, like, because I didn't think she was going to go for it. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, so it's cool. So, I, you know, I went in my room and I began lounging. So <laughs> I was sitting out in, in, in the room and about, yeah, a month went by, two months went by. She came in the room. She said, what you going to do? And okay. I said, what do you, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. She said, what you going to do? Because it ain't but one queen in this house. Mm-hmm. She said, so you going to go to school? You going to get a job? Or you going to get the hell out of my house? Okay. I said, wait a minute. I said, you told me I get a year. Mm. She said, yeah, I changed my mind. Mm. I said, oh. I was like, but my brother's, oh, never mind. So I went mad, walking up the street, okay. uh, walked down Crenshaw Boulevard, because that's where I live, off in, in L.A. So so, so you was going to school out here in the Valley, so you were living out, and you living out there, so you getting busted out Absolutely, here? yeah. Okay. I, was a, I was a PWT. But, okay. but yeah, and so uh, permit, whatever, it's called transportation. But, yeah, got busted from sixth grade on all mm. the way through high school. Okay. And so, um, were you happy that that that, that happened? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was great just to get out of the neighborhood and to be able to see something better, you know, mm-hmm. and see that it was more than than what we were exposed to. Mm-hmm. So that was a blessing. Okay. Getting up at that five forty five in the morning, no, who we to get out here? But all that time, all, all that time, every morning. Yeah, we had to be at the bus stop five forty five. Mm-hmm. So that was just you know get on that long hour bus ride. Sometimes longer than that if the traffic got crazy. Wow. So um. Yeah, got to uh, uh, walking up Crenshaw mm-hmm. and um, looked up and saw Pacific Beauty College. I was like, oh, let's go in here and see what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Walked in there and sat down and 
talked to Mr. Goins, who was the uh, owner of the school, and he, he said, uh, what is it you want to do? I said, I don't know. I just need to get my mother off my back right now. Mm. And he said, oh, okay. So he showed me around the school, you know, this is this and this is that. And he said, um, yeah, so, you know, sign, here's your paperwork, sign right here. So I signed my name and didn't know I was signing up for school. He said, school starts tomorrow at 8 o'clock in the morning. He said, I'll see you in the morning. So hold on a minute. <laughs> so so, so you didn't have to put anything down? Like no. Pay any, he just said, sign He said, here. see you tomorrow morning. I said, wait a minute. What happened? I just really? got bamboos. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I said, I was like, who knew, you know? And uh, I went in the house with my paperwork, and I threw my paperwork on the table, and I told my mom, I hope you happy. And she looked at me, and she said, I hope you happy, and closed her door and went in her bedroom. I mm. said, what just happened? Mm. <laughs> wow. And so I said, I go to beauty school now. She was like, oh, okay, that's nice. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's summertime. All my friends going to Magic Mountain and hanging out and doing this and doing that, and I'm like, wait a minute. I said, I got to go to school? And he was like, okay, let me tell you how this school works. He said, if you miss one day, don't show up for 30. What? I said, what? Are you serious? Oh, yeah. He didn't play. Mr. Gores was strict as all get out. He was really? like, you better come here every day with your uniform clean. You better be ready. Like, well, I'm, I'm teaching discipline here. We getting ready for real life. And I was like, this is insane. What have I signed up for? Mm, so we had black this, man. Yeah, black brother. Okay. So we had this other teacher there named Miss Cooper, and she kept asking me every day, why are you here? Mm. I said, because my mother making me come. Mm. She like, really? So you wasn't even trying to do No, I wasn't just, thinking about doing no hair. I you just, were just showing up just to have something to do. Yeah, just to get bobs off my back. Mm. I was like, what in the world? And so she said, uh, every day she'd come ask me, so why are you here? And I said, I told you yesterday because my mother making me come. She said, oh, I'm going to make you a hairstylist before this is over with. Mm. I was like, you got to be kidding me. So when I tell you she gave me the hardest time all through beauty school, so I, I, I knocked it down. It was a year course. Knocked it down. How in, many hours? Uh, I was there eight hours a day. Well, I mean, uh, how many hours total? Oh, 1,600 hours. 1600. Oh, yeah, California don't play. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I um, knocked it down in nine months. I was like, nope, not missing a day. My friends would call me like, come on, we're going to such such. A, mm -mm, I got to do this. There was one young lady. She had been in uh, school for four years mm. in beauty school. I said, you know, it's not really college, right? You, you, you know. She was there yeah. for four years? <laughs> yeah. Doing said, a nine-month course? Right. I said, you know, it's not really college. You're not mm. supposed to be here for four years. Wow. So I, I made it my mission not to be uh, Her. that person, you mm. know, yeah. So I said, we're going to go ahead and get on out of here. So um, knocked it down. Um, we got to the end of the school year, and it was our uh, uh Competition, a statewide competition. Students from all over California coming to compete, beauty schools, trade schools. For the school? For the schools. Oh, that's new. Yeah, and so everybody came in and got ready to get down. And, you know, our teacher just said, get ready. This is what we're doing. Everybody get a model. We're getting ready to do this. So I, I was, you know, doing stuff. And, and my homegirl, uh, she had she was uh, only child. And so she said, um. I'll be your model. I was like, okay, great. So I said, okay, well, we gonna need clothes. We gonna need, you know, makeup. We gonna need all this. She's like, okay, cool. So her mom had bought her like eight prom dresses. So she had all these. Oh, she was spoiled rotten. So she, um, she had all these clothes, and and she was like, don't worry, I got it. So I was like, okay. I get in there on the first day. We getting ready to get her get her ready, and I turned her hair orange. I turned her hair green. I turned her hair. Oh, my goodness, a bunch of different cars. I kept running to the teacher going, please, Miss Cooper, can you help me? Can you help me? She said, absolutely not. She said, you go said back you to turned the hair green. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't know what I was doing, you know, practicing and just throwing stuff out. Now, 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 by this time, how long were you in school? Probably about maybe six months because we weren't quite finished yet. Mm -hmm. So about six months. 
And I'm like, and it was funny because even it was Easter time when I got in, you know, after I got in school, I remember they brought me out on the floor. Easter or Mother's Day or one of those busy holidays. They needed people on the floor and they came and got me. And I said, wait a minute, I just started school. You can't bring me out on the floor. Mm. They was like, oh no, you got this. Don't worry about nothing. So clearly they saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Mm. So I was like, what is going on? I was like, this is crazy. So, um. They brought me out on the floor. I remember I burned this lady's hair. And they what they call pocket curls. And I was like, oh, my God. So, literally, if you burn it off, you, you take it and you put it in your pocket so it don't hit the floor so the customer can't see it. So, I was like, so my teacher walked by. She goes, and I said, oh, man. She said, Kim, did you burn this lady's hair? I said, absolutely not. She said, I'm going to ask you again. Kim, did you burn this lady's hair? And she said, now, you know we're in beauty school, so the people already know they're taking a chance by coming in here anyway. Okay. I was like, no, absolutely not. She went through this lady's hair and found the exact spot exactly really? where I burned the lady's really? hair. She said, now, the next time I ask you, did you burn somebody's hair, she knows you're in beauty school. Tell her that you had an accident and that you burned her hair. Okay. The lady was like, I want to cry. I want to run away. Miss Cooper said, now, go ahead and finish. Mm. I said, no. You just embarrassed me talking about going ahead and finish. Mm. I said, mm. And the lady was like, it's okay, baby. Don't worry about it. Okay. I said, oh, my goodness. She was so understanding. I was like, okay. I don't Which know. Which was a blessing. Yeah. Thank goodness. And I said, because she could have destroyed my self-esteem mm. right from there. Mm. But uh, the lady was like, it's okay. So, um, like I said, we got to the competition. Uh, and I kept going to Miss Cooper. Help me. Help me. And she said, no. Uh-uh. Go back to your, bu- go back to your book. Okay. She said, it'll tell you exactly what to do. So I had to read through. I'm telling my During the competition. No, yeah. We, no, this is the day before. We're getting, we mm. prepping. And so I'm telling my girl, like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Your hair is green. She's like, it's okay, Kim. Just do your thing. I'm, I'm not tripping. So she went short. We did a Halle Berry cut before that was even in. Mm. So what she, year was this? Uh, what was that, 87? This is 87. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So uh, we wound up coloring her hair. So I, my, my basic thing was to get it golden brown with these black tips because mm-hmm. I wanted this cheetah effect, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I knew what I was going for, but I didn't really know how to achieve it completely. Mm-hmm. So as I kept going back to my, my teacher, and she kept saying, no, go back to your book. Go back to your book. Like, she was going to make me understand it. Mm. And I was like, I don't believe this lady. So we get to the competition the next day. My girl pulls out these fabulous ball gowns and jewelry and gloves and fabulous earrings. And she walked out. And I was like, what? Like, oh, we finna kill it. Mm. Not knowing it was a two-day total head-to-toe competition. Mm -hmm. So the girls had came. And their girls were in jeans and shirts and, you know, because their hair was fly, but they weren't dressed for the occasion. And I said, and my dad used to always tell us growing up, success is when preparation meets opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So my girl came, like our minds, without even talking, we showed up and showed out. And so it came together immediately. Out of 200 kids, I took top 10 out of 200. Mm. Shut them down. I was like, wait wow. a minute. So now we come back for day two. So now your confidence level. Yeah, it done raised up a little bit. So I see my teacher looking at me from the corner of her eye, right? But she ain't said a word. So come back the second time and shut them down again. Boom. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So I see this one brother. His name is David Williams. So he's like the prince of hairstyling because mm. he was in the, they called him, uh, was the hairballers. They used to travel all over the world doing competitions, this, that, and the other. He comes over to me at the end of the competition. He said, how did you get her hair like this? What technique did you use? He's, I'm asking, going, you he's asking me questions. I'm going, oh my God, David Williams is asking me questions. What? You know, so I'm just a kid just thrown back and I'm like, what is going on? And, so um, at this time, you're 18 years old. 
Yeah, yeah, 17. And so, yeah, yep. So I'm just like, what is going on? So I, I just couldn't believe it. I knocked, we uh, killed the competition. Um, so I said, maybe I really can't do this. Mm. That's when my comp, you know, my confidence just went through the roof. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I got this. So my teacher walked over to me and she said, didn't I tell you I was going to make you a hairstylist? I said, <laughs> oh my God, get away from me, Miss Cooper, right, get away from right, me. Right. But it turned out to be an awesome experience. Like I said, I didn't, they saw something in me mm. that I didn't even see in myself. Mm. So it was just awesome. And like I said, I was mad at my mother when it happened, but didn't know that she was actually pushing me into my destiny. See, you know, something like that, that's God. Absolutely. That's God. That's that's God working his way in other people to uh, influence you, to push you. Right. Some things we don't understand at right. that time. Right. But that's God working through them. Absolutely. To actually show us our own potential. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that right there. But he had different people working absolutely at all times for you yes uh-huh to build your confidence to show you like okay i can do this absolutely you got people you got women that been doing hair since they was little kids mm-hmm. you didn't you haven't done any hair right this no. was six months in I wasn't even thinking about it yeah wasn't even thinking about it mm-hmm. here you are asked having this person david david williams they were asking you how did you do something absolutely so at that point once you came back to school after the competition mm-hmm. Your demeanor, your 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 um, your vibe, everything was just more of a positive confidence. Absolutely. So, how did you finish out the next three months? Um, just as eager as possible, mm. just ready, like I said, ready to get out of there. That was my main thing. Um, didn't want to miss a day. I did not miss a day. I went every day, and um, I just wanted to knock it down, and um, got got through with the the months, and um, you when know, you, they, when you finished. Did you, um, when you went and took, when you went, because, you know, like taking the, the practical and all that, oh, did you yeah. ace that? You know what was funny is they told, our, our teacher, he did theory. Dr. Goins was so on it with theory. And he said, I'm going to educate you so well that when it's time, he said, you're just going to look down into the paper and see my face telling you the answers <laughs> to the questions. And I'm like, yeah, right. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. He was like, but don't worry about electricity. It never comes up. Mm. So I was like, okay. And what did I get on the test? Electricity. I said, well, I'll be dog. I was like, no, 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 no. He Mm. said this never comes up. And sure enough, I'm like, wow. So you had to know everything about electrolysis and about the probes and the, oh, it scared me to death. I said, alternating current. Right. Oh, Mm. he scared me to death. I said, wow. And I just said, Kim, get calm. Mm. Sit here. You got this. I'm like, uh, okay, Mr. Goins, here we go. And sure enough, literally his face manifested in the paper. Mm. I, I was thinking about him so mm. hard, and he told me the answers to every question. So back then with, with the with the Cosmo test, did it start off as the practical and then the written? Um, or was it the... No, we did first uh, the, the hands-on practical. Okay. And then, oh, and that was just, I just can't remember, sanitize, sanitize drape, yeah, analyze, yeah, sanitize yeah. drape. So I would not drop anything. So the lady, mm. I was so on it, the lady just kept coming and flipping my page, like go to the next activity. Mm. So I was like, is this a good thing or is was this a bad other, thing? Was there other girls in there or other, you know, so other Yeah, it was like a room of like 18 yeah. stylists. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so she was like, go to the next, because she, she saw that I had an understanding of what, I, what everything. Mm-hmm. People were making some of the weirdest mistakes. It yeah. was so odd. It was like, um, 
it would say do the left front of the head and people would start on the left back of the head rear mm-hmm. you know and I'm going, i was like yeah the nurse because they make you mm-hmm. seem like you're going to hell and never coming back i was like why do they scare you to death for stay bored i'm like <laughs> but it wound up just being a just great experience i'm like what is going on i said okay just be cool kim you got this and so right when they got to uh cold waving and they were getting ready to do finger waves and oh my god i remember it was like 90 degrees out there and um they said, uh, okay, we're going to do it. And my uh, motto did not have a fresh relaxer. That's right, because so, you all used actual Yeah, we models, had to, yes, uh-huh. Not doll hair. No, uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, back then it was actual model. So mm. I was like, oh, my God, her hair was, every time I tried to make a wave, it would pop up. I'd make a wave, it would pop up. I was like, I was like really? I said, you good? <laughs> I said, so I was like, what is going on? I said, um. The man walked in and he said, don't worry about it. We're not doing uh, any cold work today. He said, rinse everybody's hair. I'll go to the next activity. Okay. I said, well, bless God, because I had never, every time a finger wave came through the door at beauty school, I ran to the bathroom. Mm. And Mr. Gomes would be like, where is Barry? Mm. And I was like, hiding in the bathroom. Mm. So, <laughs> mm. Because I hated him. And so sure enough, what do I get at State Board? A finger wave, mm. really? Mm. I was like, so, but uh, God was with me, like I said, and, and, and showed right on past me, you know? So we finished that. Got to stay. Got to the written part, and what do I get? Electricity. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> I was so, like, okay. So, so his, so his face, the, the got going. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. His face pops up. Yeah. Then the ants started coming. Yeah, the answer started coming, and I was just like, okay, Cam, you got this. So knocked it down, but I wasn't sure, so I was for sure I missed, and I know you could only miss so many before mm-hmm. they'd send you home, mm-hmm. and you could come back again on another right. day. I was like, oh boy, okay, here we go, mm-hmm. and uh. Sure enough, um, I was the first person she called. Mm. I said, so you just going to embarrass me in front of a room full of people? Mm. So it's like 50 students in there waiting for their license. Mm. She said, sign right here. I said, what, sign right here for what? <laughs> she said, you passed. I said, I passed real loud. Right? She said, yes. I said, oh, my God. I just passed. I told my girl, get your stuff, girl. I'm going to get some lunch. Da, 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 da. Mm. I'm just screaming and holler. I could not believe it because, like I said, I was the first person. Mm. So I was like, oh, my God. She finna embarrass me in front of all these people. Like, you wow. failed. Go home. Wow. I said, but I passed, and I was like, wow, and it was just amazing. Like I said, I left there and called my uh, my uh, nephew's mom at the time, who had her own salon. It's like I'm ready to come to work. Let's go mm-hmm. do this, okay. and uh, wound up assisting for her. And uh, so just okay. So to go from graduating from high school, not knowing what you're gonna do, your mom's like, well, you better do something. Mm-hmm. You go walk down the street. You see this school. You go in. You you go through school, you go through, um, uh, um, uh, uh, what's, 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 uh, um, when beauty you did, school. yeah, no, 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 not the beauty school, but the, um, the competition, uh-huh. you go do that, you ace that, uh-uh. you finish out, you go do the test, you ace that, uh-huh. now you're done. Right. Like, obviously this is you, this is, this is, this is what it is. Uh-huh. Then now you get hired on as an assistant uh-huh. with your cousin. Uh, with, uh, my nephew's mom. Your nephew's mom. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now you're up in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so from this particular point, are you doing hair, or are you just kind of just assisting? Shampooing, yeah. Shampooing. So I'm, yeah, so I'm shampooing, learning the ropes about how what it takes to run a business. Right, in an um, actual salon. In an actual fa- as, as salon know, facility. School and, and being a salon is two different things. Oh right, and you then uh, I mean? they they tell you really you're not supposed to do that because you know they they get look you get a little lax when you're in a salon, mm. and so uh, you get them picking up some bad habits from people mm. who've been used to just chilling in a salon right. as opposed to you being 
being on this rigid schedule from state board curriculum. So you looking like, well, wait a minute, she didn't do this and she didn't analyze and she didn't, you know, because they just rolling, they making money now. So yeah, so I'm just like, so I'm the shampoo girl, so I'm getting them in, getting them out, Mm. and I just. When in beauty school, I built my speed up, and that's one thing uh, my teacher told me. He said, quality and then quantity, never sacrificing right, one for the other. Right, right. So I made sure that if I was going to be a shampoo girl, I'm going to be the best one right, right, there is. Right. So I would leave sometimes with more money than the slowest stylist mm, in the salon. Mm. Like, they, they would be like, like him is spinning circles around these people. Mm. And I'd start working from one stylist to the next stylist to the next. So I was working for the entire salon. Mm. So it just, shampoo and hair. Shampoo and, hair mm. and was going home with a grip every mm. week. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, sisters make this much money. How much are they making? You know, mm. so it, it just got good to me after that. You so, know, so when did you start becoming an actual stylist in the salon? Um, I had worked for I think maybe like another year or so, and I worked for another uh, young lady assisting her, and um, had heard you know that she had a great reputation. Wound up going to her salon asking if she needed an assistant. Same thing. Just and everybody who I came in contact with, I made sure that I learned something from them, mm-hmm. took something and made it my own. So I was also doing hair at the house. So mm-hmm. I would do my clients at the house, go back and assist for them, you know, during the day. And then um, I wasn't really sure. Like I'm like, okay, I don't know if I want to do this. Went and got a job working at Smart and Final. Really? So now, oh yeah. So now I'm a, a computer mm-hmm. programmer putting in data entry on so all the food kind of that's coming in. I, yeah, I was doubting myself. Mm. So I was just like, okay, I don't know, but I need stability. Why'd you I need a check. I don't know. You know, people talking to you and thinking, oh, yeah, well, you're not going to really make that much money. You know, but I was just like, wait a minute, as an assistant, I was cleaning the house. Mm. So I was like, okay, so, but I wasn't really sure about building my own clientele. Mm. So I wanted to, I started, I went to this one salon and I started to work on commission. Clients weren't coming in as, as fast as they should, mm. so I went and got a job. So I'm going to do hair on the weekends, job during the week gotcha. finally one of my friends pulled me to the side and said what are you doing and I was like what are you talking about she was like you went to school you did all of this and you mean to tell me you're gonna um back out and 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 not work at smart and final. yeah work at smart and final she was like girl if you don't get out of here and I was like no you don't understand this is paycheck it's it's, it's good pay and it got benefits she's like girl right yeah. girl she was go, like go get she that was that like money. quit playing and yeah. go do this yeah. full time yeah. and sure enough um I quit and uh, I was like, all right, Kim, you, you got this. So at the time, I was uh, dating uh, a bodyguard, and mm. he was working for different people in the industry. Mm. Um, but at this particular time, he wound up working for Prince. Mm. And um, he had been in the industry working for everybody. And uh, uh, he introduced me to the hairstylist. So we would go and hang out, different okay, parties. No, no, okay. Now, even in that instance right there, it's mm. like you, you, now you're being introduced to Prince's hairstylist. Yeah. Now, at that point, how did that make you feel? Like, damn, like, okay, I'm working at Smart and Final, but now I'm hanging out with Prince's hairstylist. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to see that she's a hairstylist for Prince. Right. So how did that make you feel and where you were as a Oh, I was in in awe because, you know, I'm just like, oh, my God, you know, celebrity hairstylist. Because, like I said, I had been on different video shoots because he was always on set with someone. So um, I saw the, the... how the atmosphere was ran, you know, how people conducted themselves. So I was literally being trained for every step and didn't even know it. Mm. And, you know, Mm. um, so that's just, you know, God have a way of working things out. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, um, she went in the room with her. One day we were in the trailer and she said, I'm going to quit. And I said, you're not going to quit. And she goes, yeah. Well, why she want to quit? She just, it got to be too much for her. She wanted to be 
uh, go home. She didn't want to live out of a suitcase. She wanted to get married. And, and I was like, she had been with him, I think, uh, five years or something like that. And I was like, wow. I said, you, you got the best job in the world. You working for one of the biggest entertainers in the world. She's like, Kim, it's not what you think. And I was like, I think you work for one of the biggest entertainers right. in the world. Right. And she was like, okay. You know, like, okay, I, I don't know how I explained it to you. And sure enough, and I'm like, um, my mom used to say power, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So be careful what you speak. Mm. And she, she went in the, uh, trailer that night and her and Prince got into a little tiff and she told him, she said, my lips are chapped from kissing your little black ass. I'm out of here. And she packed her stuff and left. That night. That night. And so he was like, the next day he got up like, oh, tell Tanya, get the salon ready. And they were like, mm, nope, no Tanya. And uh, she said, uh, they were like, well, wait a minute. He said, what you mean? They said, no, Tanya quit. Tanya went home. Because he's used to talking crazy to you, and then you're going to have a job the next day, you know. And uh, they were like, no, no, Tanya. So he was like, so what do you mean? You got me out here without a hairstylist? Because that's how he traveled, his hairstylist and his bodyguards. Yeah. And um, they were like, yeah, we, we, we ain't got no, nothing for you. So they left and uh, went to Germany, came back. And when he came, we came back, he said, we're on our way back. We meet us at this club. Um, he's going to be there. I took my portfolio. I had already learned through beauty school. You got to do photo shoots. You got to, you know, get your networking up. You got to meet makeup artists. You got to meet photographers. So I had already been doing this on the side as well as doing my clients and just getting ready. So I had a little, you know, basic book portfolio prepared and, um, took my portfolio down there, laid the book on the table. I was able to walk over to his table. So he's looking at me like, what? Okay, now hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cause you you drive you dropping bombs right now. Okay. <laughs> so you took your portfolio mm -hmm. over to Prince. Yes, at the club. Okay, that's what, you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> on the, that in itself is like what the hell. Right. Yeah. Okay. How did you feel to come from that I, girl from beauty school? Yeah. You know what I'm saying to know, where now you giving your portfolio to Prince working at Smart and Final. Right. How did how were you as a person? How did you feel? I, I didn't. That, it was weird. Like as a, even as a youngster, you I still numb. Like yeah, I didn't have no yeah. I could, didn't have no fear because I knew you got one shot. You know what I'm saying? And you blow it if you want to, but you got one shot. Did people that you know know, know about this? Was happening? No. Or you kind of kept this low no, key. No, didn't tell it. Didn't tell us all. And mm. it, it was just uh just weird. And so uh uh. Got over to the table, so he knew I had to know somebody because nobody walks up to his table. And so... Uh, now, around what year was this? What, what, when was around what time? We still in a, about a two-year span. So I'm 18-ish, maybe on my way to 19. So <laughs> I'm fresh, like I said, fresh out of beauty school nine months later. And so um, uh, maybe some time had went by. Like I said, I worked in a salon. And then next thing I know... Like I said, I'm dating. I'm dating a bodyguard, so I'm. We, you know, I'm in there. I'm. I'm in the industry. You know, around. But I'm people. saying, is this around the the? This is SWV. This is uh, oh. during that time. So this is after like Graffiti Bridge and all that. This is. Oh yeah, way after. I, uh, I was. I really want to say Diamonds and Curls. Or something like that. Diamonds and curls. Oh, diamonds, diamonds and pearls. And pearls. <laughs> That's the book. Yeah, wait on it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. There we go. Yep. And so um. Okay, so you walked over to his table. Yeah, showed him the, the book, and mm. he said, uh, you got a salon? Yeah, they'll get the salon ready. So I had watched her, studied everything on her table. I had already started duplicating. How long did you know her before she quit? Um, it wasn't long. It wasn't long at all. Mm. Uh, like I said, I studied her table. 
got her hairspray, saw the gel, saw the saw the type of comb she used. So everything she had, I went and bought. Mm. So I duplicated. Like I said, my dad used to say, success is when preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. So when the opportunity presents itself, will you be prepared? Right. So I didn't know I would ever be, I wanted to work in the industry, watching her. I was like, okay, well, you know, I would love to do something like this. Never thinking it would ever be Prince. Right. But anybody, you know, I wanted yeah. to be prepared. Yeah. So if she's using it, then clearly I might need to use it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, went on and, and bought this stuff. So he said, uh, yeah, uh, go get the salon ready. So I knew how to black out the windows and get everything ready for the salon. How did uh, you know how to do all that? Watching her, uh, you know, talking to her. She told me how to do it. And I just kept mental notes Dang, on everything. So she just putting game Yeah, she on was you. schooling me the whole time. I and, think she knew. Yeah, yeah, maybe. She may have known. She then, was tired. She said she didn't want to do it anymore. And so she was schooling you yeah. on the low. Like, yeah. To where you didn't know. Yeah. But she knew. Right. She was a lot older than you. Um, I don't even know. You know, that's what was funny. Have you seen her ever since? I have not seen her since. Really? That's And that's what's really strange. And just, that was an intricate part of, of, of my life, and not to see her ever again. you haven't seen her since that? No. You know her name? I just remember Tanya. That's all I remember. No last name. I don't know her last name. I'm like, that is crazy. I can see her face in my head as clear as day, but I, I don't know her last name. Wow. Yeah. And so... Um, Got the salon ready. He called. He said, Kim, this is Prince. And I'm like, <gasps> so. <laughs> and I was like, like, that's just really his voice, you he know, called you. coming through this phone. And I'm uh, like, oh, my God. He says, um. No, was, no, was it Kim? This is Prince. Very, yeah. Seductive and sexy. And I was like, wow. So I said, he said, I'm not going to be able to make it. And I said, mm. oh, I said, okay, well, next time you come to L.A., just know you got a hairstylist. He said, well, do you travel? Mm. Now, I haven't been out of Inglewood, let alone California. Wow. And I said, well, uh, he said, is there a problem? No. No. <laughs> no. He said, no. And I, I said, I said, no, it's, it's cool. He said, okay, the flight leaves in an hour. We're sending a car to come get you. Uh, okay. Right. And I hung up. Because I said, before you stick your foot in your mouth, get off this phone. Hung up the phone. I called my mother. I said, um, I just spoke to Prince. She said, stop lying. I said, no. I just spoke to Prince. And so she said, so wait a minute. So I broke the story down to her and she starts screaming. I start screaming. I said, wait a minute. Somebody got to get a hold of themselves. So she said, get your curling irons, get your hairspray. I said, he said the plane leaves in an hour. But what about my clothes? I was like, well, I was like, what am I going to do for clothes? She said, you better get on that plane. I'm going to send you some money when you get there. You mm. go to Target, get you a duffel bag, and you put some clothes in the bag. You keep going. Mm. And I said, oh my God. Sure enough, Limo pulled up in front of the salon. Oh yeah. Did they, anybody see that? No. It was it was nighttime, like almost midnight. Wow. So we were catching a red eye out of LA. Wow. So uh, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Pull up to the salon. Talk about a Christmas present. Right, how about that? Um, pull up to the salon. I get in the car, get to LAX, uh, get on the airplane. And there he is. And so it's his brother, who's his manager at the time, Dwayne. Is it a private? Uh, no, we on commercial. Mm. And so I see Prince, and I'm just like, he, you know, did the one, you know, little nod. I was like, okay, okay, girl. Sit down a couple seats behind him. I said, this is really happening. I'm like, okay, this is happening. Flew to Minneapolis. First time I saw snow, like really saw snow. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, Christmas now, lights. Now, were you on the plane freaking out the whole time, or were you just kind of, did you... Like, did you go to sleep? Yeah, I went to sleep. I went to sleep. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if I could. Yeah, slept. I went to sleep and I, I I woke up and that's when I remember seeing snow and I was like, oh my god, it's snowing. So I'm like, wow. So 
get in a car, the car whisk us to Paisley Park. I had only heard about Paisley Park, Paisley Park on a song. Paisley Park is in our hearts, right? So I'm like, it does exist, like the Santa Claus commercial. Right, right. And um, like it was the North Pole. Yes, exactly. So it's sitting in the middle of all this snow. Pull up into the gates, and they direct me upstairs to the hair salon, which would eventually become my domain, you know. And um, this is in the house. No, this is inside Paisley Park. He actually lived down the street, so everybody so Paisley thought Park's, Paisley Park. Paisley isn't... Park was his recording studio, oh. so he didn't actually live inside Paisley Park until oh. later years. Oh. And so oh. um, went inside, get up there. I set up all my equipment. I'm like, okay, Kim, you built for this. Let's go. Right. So I get the right. salon ready. Uh, his brother comes in, gets his hair done. He said, okay, I got some other people, you know, downstairs. You know. So his brother came and got his hair done. Was, was it like, uh, what kind of hairstyle did he have? Long, shag, very sleek, uh, some very nice hair. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep, yep. Okay. So, um, you know, cropped him, got his ends trimmed, hooked him up. Uh, he was flying, you know, so mm-hmm. bouncing and behaving when he walked out. He goes to the... Uh, he, he, he goes went, downstairs. He probably, he probably went down there to show him. His yeah, hair. it's the audition. It's the audition. So I'm already knowing what's going on. Mm. So by this time, one lady comes up that's hanging out in the building. I hook her up. Another lady comes up. Really? I hook her up. It's nothing. Another lady comes up. Now, I hook now, her up. Now, what time of the day is this? It's, it's about three or four o'clock in the morning. It's Christmas Day? Mi- Minnesota time, yeah. So, it's Christmas Day? Yeah, because we left LA at midnight. So now we flew into Christmas. <laughs> so this and is his, Christmas I remember, Day. Yeah. And, and later on in the years, come to find out, that was one of his things that he said he would always go back to Minnesota because mm. it snowed, you know. And mm. even though he didn't celebrate Christmas, mm. we always went back because he mm. wanted to be in the snow mm. during that time. So, um, uh, the ladies were coming. The ladies in. came in, yeah. So one by one, knocking them down. I'm fast because my teacher had already built up my speed. So I'm, it's nothing. I'm like, boom, boom, next, next, next. So I'm sending them out. So his brother said. Hold on, um, I'll be right back. So they had a bunch of costumes in the room, and then there was jewelry on the table. I'm just looking around, you know, and I'm sitting with my hands in my lap, and uh, uh, one hour goes by, two hours go by. I'm like, really? And you're sitting there. And I'm just sitting now, there. Now, this is before it was the phone, the cell phones with social media. Where oh, you yeah. Kinda, yeah. You literally are sitting there like, hmm, was there no, there was no TV? Uh, nope, nope, uh-uh, nothing in there. And so I'm just looking around the room. So I see, you know, like I said, the Purple Rain jacket was in there. You the Purple Rain and, jacket. Yeah, it was, it was just a bunch of costumes. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, there it is. Wow, like, this is really, like, Prince's house. Like, like, this is, I'm in here. So I said, okay. But I sat right there with my hands in my lap. And two and a half hours go by. And sure enough, uh, his brother come back in. He sticks his head in the door and said, you didn't steal nothing, did you? I said, first of all, my mama didn't raise no fools. I said, you don't go in nobody's house and you don't touch nothing that don't belong to you. Mm. Second of all, I got to go to the bathroom. You play too much. He was like, oh, he started laughing. You didn't have to sit there. You could have went to the bathroom. I said, I'm not walking around this man's house. Right. I was like, I'm not walking around this man's house. So sure enough, uh, you know, he showed me around and brought me back. He said, okay, for real. He coming in a few minutes. I said, don't you leave me sitting here for another two and a half hours. I wouldn't do that to you. So about 10 minutes later, Prince stuck his head in the door and said, hello. I said, and I was like, oh, he's little, you know, (laughs) and I'm like, okay. So I was like, oh, so he's, you know, stage, he looks bigger than life. So to see him like for real, I was like, oh, he's little. And he said, um, (laughs) he said, uh, you did a great job. He said, uh, you got the job. He said, but you got to leave those nails at home because I'm tenderheaded and you can't have that in my head. I said, okay, click, 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 click. Because I was doing the days SWV with them Mm. long curved nails. He was like, yeah, no, you can't do that. I broke them all off in front of him. He started laughing. He said, oh, yeah, you're going to work. He said, go back to the hotel. He said, we're leaving for Miami in the morning. I said, 
I'm sorry, what? I said, you're not going to get your hair done? He said, no, I'm good. I was like, oh, okay. So we go to Miami. We stay a few days, nothing. He calls a few days later. He said, you get stuff ready? Okay, we leaving. We're going to Atlanta. We go to Atlanta. We stay a few more days. I was like, we get calling my mom. You ain't like, doing his hair. No, I'm just chilling, rolling with the camp. I was like, uh, I call my mother like, what's going on right now? And uh, she was like, just keep rolling. Whatever, you know, if they ain't good, you good. And I was like, Okay, okay. We leave there, go to Chicago. We stay a few more days. He said, Kim, you got your stuff ready? We're going to New York. So now I've been to five states yeah. in, in less than two weeks. Yeah. I said, what is happening right now? So the times are shifting. Yes. I called my mother. I said, who lives like this? And my mother said, you do. And I said, oh. And that's when my mentality shifted like, Oh, this is my lifestyle now. Mm. Okay, got it. And um, so New York came. He called me, said, get the salon ready. So he was ready now. In New York? In New York. Now, how'd you go about doing that? Uh, I already knew how she did it. She called private salons, got a suite, you know, hooked up the suite, uh, made sure he had a back entrance to come in so he wouldn't be bothered by anybody. Um, went in, um, you know, called one of the top salons, got a private suite. Um, Orbe, well-known all over the world. And, uh, you know, he's a celebrity hairstylist. He treated me like I was a big wig. Mm. So I walked in. This is Kim Berry. Give her whatever she wants. I was like, what? Right? So, uh, I mean, and, and to, to, to go from where you were right. to this right. in, an in, in a short amount of time. In an instant. It didn't. I know for you it was like your head was spinning. It took my mom to say, this is your life now. Like, get yourself so together. So when she said that to you, that's when it, it was like, It was the okay. mind shift. To, yeah, it mm. literally took place. Like, this is your life. You live like this. And I said, oh, okay. Because I didn't know anyone who, who, who celebrity hairstylist. Like mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. And a kid. I'm 18 and a half and some change. Mm. <laughs> you know? I'm going, what in the world? And so... Sure enough, uh, he walked in. And now, I was, now, by this time, people didn't know. They weren't knowing back home. No. Oh, no. Didn't tell us so. Only person knew was my mother mm -hmm. and the bodyguard. And so um, I uh, got into the salon. And uh, first of all, his brothers tried to spook me to death. Don't touch his ears. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I was like, wait a minute. Don't look him in the face. How am I like, I'm going to do his hair and not look him in the face? What are you talking about? Don't spill water on him. Don't put color on him. Everything they said, don't do, I did. I was like, wait a minute. I mean, spill color on the man's face. I was like, oop, let me get that off right quick. He was like, okay. <laughs> but he was cool. He did he not say cool. a word. He, he, we had a consultation. He told me what he wanted. Cut, color, shine. Let's, you know, hook it up. Now, I, now I'm thinking, the reason why I was asking about the time period, because um, I remember, like, it's different, you know, his hairstyles. His mm -hmm. hairstyles started to change. Around the time with the diamonds and pearls. Oh yeah. Um, the time. Mm -hmm. doom, doom, doom. Um, so when his hair, because his hair was long, but then it started getting cut. You mm -hmm. were the one that kind of yes. made that transition Absolutely. for him to get cut like yep. that. Yeah. And so that was just amazing to see him take all that hair off. I was just like, he was like, I want it short. We're gonna do this, and I was like, okay. So you know, we would collab. I say, you want a heavy bang? You want to, you know, what? How you want to do it? You want fringe? You want, you know. Spikes, so he was going, he was like, okay, wait a minute, you're giving me too much information. Mm -hmm. So he knew, you know, like he would kind of guide me in a way, yeah, and then I would take it the rest of the way. So the, even all throughout the years, that's how we would do it. So he would shoot me in a direction, or I would bring him pictures, or like I had friends who were artists, so I would have them draw out his face and then put different hairstyles on his mm -hmm. face. And so he'd go, I like this one, I don't like this one, I like this one, I don't like this one. And then even still, when we would get there, 
what happens in my head, I start off with one style in mind and I'll start creating another one. Okay. And so, and he, he was good with it, you know what I'm saying? So he would let me flow. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I loved about him too because he was open. The style, because I, I saw on your on your IG when uh, with Kendrick, he did, oh, yeah. what's it called? And you said, uh, what do you say? Imitation uh, is the greatest form of flattery. flattery. Yeah, when he wore the braids mm-hmm. with the with the wraps on mm-hmm. the end. And I remember the day that he was telling us, uh, we were doing a photo shoot, and he said, I think I want to wear some braids. My cousin used to wear braids in her hair back in the day. And he said, I, I was like, oh, okay, so you know, kind of like buckwheat. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, okay, clearly you're going to let me straighten these parts out and make, he said, no, 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 just pick it up and braid it. And I said, what? And so in my mind, because I'm, I'm a perfectionist, I know I want this to look a certain way. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I don't want you to do that. And so I was like, oh, okay. So we go through the, through the motions. And um, his, his photographer is standing on the side of us. He said, I should have Steve take a picture of you doing my hair. And I said, yeah, you should. Steve already clicked the picture, two mm. shots, pop out real quick. Mm. And... Um, that's the picture. That's this. the iconic picture. That's okay. that's out right now. And it was so funny. Them, that picture went into the archives, mm-hmm. never to be seen again. Mm-hmm. Years later, Steve tells me that him and Prince are going through pictures, looking over stuff. And he was like, oh, like, I didn't know you had that. Mm-hmm. And he and uh, Steve asked him, you want me to erase it? He said, no, it's cool. Mm-hmm. And all those years later, like, mm-hmm. that was the proof in the pudding. Like, mm-hmm. people were calling me from all over the world going, is that you? Is that really you? So when something like that, did you have to sign like an NDA? No. You just oh, to work for him? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Everybody yeah. had to do um, agreements to, to, you know, don't tell his business. Mm-hmm. And every, you already knew. It wasn't even something that somebody had to tell you because he was such a quiet and reserved person. Mm-hmm. He, he was never out there. Mm-hmm. He kept his stuff to himself. Mm-hmm. So you didn't put him out there because he, he never was out there himself. Mm-hmm. So you, we all of us just follow suit. Right. There was nothing ever to tell or to come to light about because he wasn't that type of person. What was like one of the most interesting moments, um, you know, being his hairstylist? Um, you know, just one of the ones that sticks out to you. Uh, that's what I was going to say. So many uh, moments. Um, man, it's hard to choose. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I was there for his wedding, his mm-hmm. first wedding. I was there for his second wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, when you look at, when you look back at something like that, do you, I mean, I know you look at it as a blessing. Probably mm-hmm. the music, I think. Mm-hmm. Looking up on stage and seeing him and Sheila E and Larry Graham and all these great people who had Maceo Parker. Oh my God. You seen him with James Brown and you know, and I'm going now I'm looking at Prince on stage jamming and those nights when he would leave the building, you know what I mean? Like you saw him like he was with God. Like when he was in the zone playing music, he was with God. Mm. And and it was a whole, like, I would tell people, the person you saw in my chair is not the person you see on stage. Mm. Those are different entities. Mm. Like, completely. Because, like I said, on stage, he was larger than life. He's a different person. He was larger than life. Um, in the chair. It's a certain sense of uh, He was quiet humbleness. and reserved. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just like, who's this dude? Because yeah. this dude and that dude yeah. are not the same yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and he knew that. Yeah. And so it was just interesting to just see the many facets of Prince. That's the dope thing about being a hairstylist, is the mm-hmm. fact that when people are in your chair, they basically are giving themselves to you to basically make them look good. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And no matter who they are, you got some people that are like, 
you know, assholes and right. things like that. But then you got those people that are like, you know, I trust your judgment. You're obviously here for a reason. Mm-hmm. So do your thing. Do your magic. And that for us is a, is a high for us right. because we enjoy the fact of people appreciating our work. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so when did it kind of lighten up for you to where it built, to where it transitioned over to where you started, you know, doing um, uh, Cat Williams here? Um, I had been doing Cat. I've been with him about 10 years. And um, I think Pimp Chronicles, uh, was that the first movie? I did with him. That was a riot. Uh, just hanging <laughs> with all comedians for a week and some change. I know. It was, it was, was like the they were bagging on each other every day, all day. Like my stomach was hurting and my cheeks were hurting from <laughs> laughing so much. How'd you get that? How'd you get that that job with him though? Um, my homegirl Lena uh, is her is Cat's manager. Okay. And she had been with him for years, and she called and she was like. We in L.A. And um, she said, are you interested? I need somebody to do cat's hair. Mm. And I remember seeing a video of him, and he was like, stop walking up to me asking me, can you do my hair? Like, he was like, if one more female walk up to me, and he was actually saying this in his stand-up, you know. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to do that. I'm never, you know. And it was funny because maybe like a week later, I got a phone call from Lena, like, Mm. I need you to come do cat's hair. And Mm. I was like, and so I, I had been hanging out at the different comedy shows and different little clubs and stuff. And I knew him when he was Cat in the Hat. That's what they used to call him back in the day. They used to call him back in the day when he first started out. So I saw him at Hollywood Park and a bunch of other places. This was before... uh, Before he got famous. Before Friday, next Friday? Oh, yeah, all of that. Way before that. Really? Oh, yeah. So we was in the, the neighborhood. So it was just interesting to see him when he had evolved into this, now he's doing videos and movies, and I'm like, wow, so now I get the phone call Mm. to come do his hair. And uh, when did his hair, and like I said, I hung out with him, and he was just hilarious. He was, like I said, he and Prince have a lot of things in common, their work ethics, Mm. um, how hard they work, uh, the people that they have around them, they're very selective mm-hmm. of who's in their midst, mm-hmm. uh, always aware, always watching. So it was, it's interesting, like, what, now my friends are clowning me, like, now that Prince is gone, you've, you, you've traded in one little man for another one. I was like, all right, leave my little man alone, because mm-hmm. it, it works for me, they like me. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so, um, but it's it's been a it's been a beautiful thing. So I worked, you know, like I said, most of the stuff I did for Cat was all his West Coast um, mm-hmm. things. But when Prince passed, um, he was like, well, "Let's go do this." And so now, you know, I'm on a world tour with him now. Mm-hmm. So we doing a hundred cities and traveling all over the world right now with him. So and then, like I said, I've done uh, two minutes of fame, uh, the movie with him, and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been really cool. It's, it's it's been a great experience. So that hairstyle he had in the stand up was like horns. You um, did that hairstyle with the horn? No, uh-uh, that wasn't me. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah. So that's why I said he worked with a lot of different people, but I kept getting the call back. So I knew it was something. Like I said, I used to always tell people, even with Prince, I was like, it wasn't that I was the greatest hairstylist in the world, but I knew it was the God in me that saw the God in him, mm. and he needed that around him. You know, mm. they got enough yes men and people that just do what they say and as they say and when they say um but they it's something about when you just real and you just you know and that's one of the reasons why we're talking now Mm -hmm. because when we met the vibe i got from you and i even told you that then i was like it's kind of like just down to earth just on some regular like you know you can like shoot the you know what i'm saying shoot the shit absolutely you know what i mean and it's not like no 
Diddy type stuff, and I hate that type of vibe. Right. When I come across, you know, what I'm saying like like women, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if you just down to earth. So when we met, mm-hmm. I was like, it was just kind of just like like I been knew you, right. you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, and just the fact that we were on set right. at the same time and just kind of tripping out and talking about that, and Absolutely. then just the fact of Cat coming over and talking with us, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing them cracking jokes, and it's like. I'm like, man, this shit is like funny. Yes. This is no stand. This is like real behind the scenes. Yeah, he's funny all the time. Like, and that's what was interesting to me. That's what was was dope to me. Yeah. Um. So, that's been your journey. Um. How'd you feel? Well, I already know how you feel, felt, or whatever. But how'd you feel when you got the news that Prince passed? Ooh, I was a nutcase. Um. Uh. Yeah, I was a nutcase. So a friend of mine called, and he was in Colorado, and he said. You heard the news? And I said, heard what news? He said, uh, uh, what are you doing right now? I said, driving down the street. He said, I need you to pull over. Mm-hmm. And I said, pull over for what? Mm-hmm. So at this time, my phone starts ringing, and I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I need you to pull over. So I pull over, and he says, um, I need you to pull up TMZ. And I said, for what? That's a gossip magazine. I don't want to, what? Just tell me. He goes, mm-mm, mm-mm, not going to tell you. So he said, pull up TMZ. So I pull up TMZ, and fatality at Paisley Park. And I was like, hmm. And uh, he said, uh, you good? And I said, so at this moment, um, phone rings again. And I see it's one of my other homeboys that worked for CBS, who's a cameraman mm-hmm. and, you know, had been there for years, trusted source. And he said, I need you to know what's going on right now. We're going live in five minutes. I said, you need me to know what? He said, I need you to know that the coroner is at Paisley Park. And I said, so what? It's probably some female that was hanging out there. Mm-hmm. He said, no. He said, Kim, it's him. It's Prince. Prince is dead. And I just started screaming. And I was done. Mm. Yeah, I was stuck for about four and a half hours. Four and a half hours. Stuck. Just crying. And as soon as I get myself together, and I start crying again. <laughs> so I was just stuck. So, um... When was the last time you talked to him before he passed? About 20 days before. Mm. So, yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. So when something like that happens, um, at that moment, you know, you've been his hairstylist for all this time. Uh, for all this time. Um, now what? Um, what do you do? Like, just because, but you were, you were, you were Kat's hairstylist at this time too. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so. I had been hairstylist, uh, still, I told people that they were like, well, what are you going to do now? I said, well, I was doing hair. When I met him, I'm going to do hair when it's over. So people just thought I was going to crawl into a hole and just, right. you know, I was right. like, no, no, this is what I do. Right. So, you know, I continued doing photo shoots, videos. Um, like I said, you only, uh, we we was clowning. I was telling you this. I said, they say you only as hot as your last, your next mm-hmm. gig. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep grinding. You right. got to keep looking for that next thing. So I'm always just looking, you know, and calling my home girls. What you got? What you got for me? What you mm-hmm. got for me? So just staying abreast of different things, staying in classes, staying on top of my techniques and just, you know, doing what I got to do. But mm-hmm. yeah, just photo shoots, videos. And so it was what, just. What, uh, what, what uh, videos have you done? Oh, man. Um. I, every time I get to this part, I always get stuck. Um, I've worked for Neo. Um, uh, what hairstyle he have? Well, you know, most of the girls on set, you know. Oh, okay. And so, um, uh, who else? Mac Ten, um, uh, DJ Quick, mm. uh, Notori Notton from Power okay. is one of the, uh, one of my regulars. Okay. Uh, Tamara Mari, 
uh, from the real. Mm. Um, so you do her hair for the show? Uh, no, not for the show. Just for different photo shoots and videos and gotcha. stuff that we've done. Um, I'm trying to think what other uh, Busta Rhymes mm. uh, worked on a, a few of his videos. Outcast, uh, Michelle, uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, so you were doing buses when he had them dreads? Yes. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. So that was so Hullerman. So the video he did. What's that? Um, break your neck. I want uh, And he had the video where his, his dreads looked like horns. Uh, no, uh, uh-uh, uh, that wasn't me. Yeah. I was trying to think. What's the name of that? I want to say Big Head, but that was. It was some video. Big Head. I forgot the name of that video. Mm. But they kept blowing everybody's head up in the video. Okay. So, okay. so yeah, it was just interesting. Um, you kept you kept it moving. Yeah, I just kept it kept moving. Yeah, so always mm-hmm. moving, always being, you know, and 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 some and that's the cool part about networking. That's one of the main things I tell the young stylists now: make sure you keep cards, make sure you stay in contact with people mm-hmm. because you never know. Somebody will say, "Oh yeah, I remember Kim mm-hmm. from this video. I remember Kim from just being on set with her. She was cool. Call her." Mm-hmm. And 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 the network just grows right. and grows and grows. So right. I tell people, don't burn bridges. Be right. cool because right. you just never know where the next blessing is gonna come. Yeah. Or sometimes you might have to do some stuff for free because you never know whoever was the lighting director might be the, the director yeah. on the next yeah. one. Yeah. And because you did that one for free, they're going to call you back and, yeah. and that one going to pay. Yeah. So it's just worth it. I, you know, and I, I just tell people, be open. You know, the thing about it is, it's like for you not to know what you were about to do after you graduated and then to go on and do all these things, mm-hmm. it, shows that the, it shows the greatness of God. Absolutely. Shows the power of God. Right. And the fact that those curling irons, those flat irons, mm-hmm. took you around the world. Literally. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, and something like that, you would never thought. Me being a barber, I mean, I never would have thought, you know what I'm saying, as far as me cutting hair in eighth grade mm-hmm. would lead me to cutting on movie sets Absolutely. and furthermore. Absolutely. We don't know these things during the process. Right. But then once we get to those certain locations, certain destinations, we begin to realize, like... It was already predestined. Right, yeah. And it makes you appreciate what it is you do more. And it makes you understand the power of God. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the dope thing about it. Um, Where do you see yourself going from here? Like, are you doing Cat Williams hair? Um, Have you been offered any opportunities to do, you know, other big time people to where like you know what I mean like to where it it, it it takes you to the next I mean because you know Cat he's solidified boom like oh yeah he's yeah I've had the opportunity to work with J-Lo mm. um, um, you know uh, like I said being on set even if I assist I'm still in the midst. I know that I'm going to get close. You know, oh, I just did a commercial with mm. uh, Solange and her husband okay. uh, that was dope seeing her in her element um, it, it, she, she conducted Directed the video very much like her music video, mm. so it was a clothing line, a sports clothes, sports leisure clothing line, and um, unique clothing clothing line, I believe it was called. And so, um, but it was she was very, you know, serene, very calm. She at a moment she came into the hair salon trailer. And she said, I just came in here because I need to get away from everybody. Mm. So she sat in there and we chopped it up and talked, you because know. Because I'm telling you, because being in a barbershop or a salon, that's yes. a place where you can go and you can just kind of relax and relax. Yeah. You know what And I mean? she was very comfortable, came in and just started chopping it up with me. And it, w- it was just super cool. You know, like the whole team that was on deck with us, 
they were chilling and um it was just interesting like i said the young lady who brought us on her name is nakia um we worked for her she's with uh beyonce and, and had been working with their family for a long time and so she worked under kim kimball who's another celebrity hairstylist and just like i said from being in the mist you know kim relinquished beyonce to her mm-hmm. and then from beyonce she got solange and from solange she got you know i also did a movie with um kelly Rowland and Dwayne uh, martin mm-hmm. uh called the sea filler so that was cool um, and it's I, just I think I, is that out? It was just old. It's actually an old movie. Okay, so yeah, I think I've seen that. I think yeah, I've seen that and it, it was really cool. So that was another opportunity. I said I almost had to get into the union. And Prince called the day before, and mm. the next day the whole set got turned union. I was like, mm. no curses, because in beauty school that's so what they tell hear, us. So how did you hear about the union? The, in beauty school, really? And so that's what our, my teacher used to always tell me. He was like. Use your license for everything you can get out of it. He said, and when you get tired of doing hair, teach it. And he said, and then travel around the world and charge people for what you know. Mm. And I was like, that can happen? He was like, absolutely. You can have a room full of 200 people charging $1,000 a head. And See, I'm, that's why I'm like, I'm wondering, because, listen, my station's right there. Mm-hmm. You see them two licenses right there? Yeah. I'm like, so I, 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 look, at, I look at things like that. I'm like, can I do that? Absolutely. Can I be in a room? Yeah, absolutely. Where fifty people are they paying? Yes. You know what I'm saying? A hundred dollars a hundred dollars a head to watch me a cut a head. Right, and you showing them different techniques that maybe you showing them a quicker way or a different way or a more efficient way of what they didn't know. Because to me, I don't care. Even if I might know the technique, I'm gonna learn something a little faster, a little smart, or they might even spit some some business knowledge out that I didn't know about. You know, so it's always something that you can learn. Everybody I come in contact with, I'm like a sponge. I'm going to learn from you, whether you know more than me or I know less than you I'm telling you God makes it so that we are teachers and students at the same time Mm. and that's what I loved about being around Prince that he was the the teacher Mm. and the student Mm. so he would have days where I would stump him and he'd be like oh Kim like how you know that you know what I mean Mm. and we would laugh about it and you know some days we get into arguments and he'd be like no Kim that's not right and then we look it up and sure enough I'd be right you know so for something like that um you know, people like old girl was saying beforehand when she was saying like, you don't know, you know, whatever, like yeah. shaking her head about it. Is that it. what you think? What are the neg? Because you know, you got some people that are like, man, I wish I could do that, and you got the positives. Mm-hmm. But what are the negatives uh, of, of something like that? Long hours, uh, sometimes being disrespected. Uh, for reasons that have nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. So he might be mad at the accountant that day, but because you're the closest one standing to mm-hmm. him, oh, you're going to get your wig blown back. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I remember walking out of the, his room some days crying, mm-hmm. and security would be like, what happened? Like, wait, what happened? And I was like, he just went off because it was a piece of paper on the floor. But then I had to regroup and bring myself back together and like, this not about you. Mm-hmm. Like, he just need to blow off some steam. Mm-hmm. But you just happen to be the closest one there. Mm-hmm. And some you have to have thick skin to deal with celebrities. I call it sometimes glorified babysitting, Mm -hmm. you know, because you got to deal with a lot. And now that I've lived the life that Mm -hmm. she's talking about, I get it. Mm. And and I'm like, it's not what you think, Mm. you know, because you have to do a lot more than just style hair because he used to tell me all the time Kim you got to get in where you fit in if you see something need to be done just you know you see a piece of paper on the floor pick it up and I used to be like what my license say cosmetology (laughs) you know what I'm saying but to me that's what kept me there longer than everybody else because I did what he what was asked for me Mm. I did what wasn't asked for me because asked of me because of something like that 
they become family. They become they family. Become family. And, yeah. you, and if and if how you and are he with see your that he can trust you, right. yeah. And he talk about you, and then you come back, you know, like we would like laugh man, like and man, joke. Fuck you, man. Right, like, we would laugh and joke, and bag on each other's mama some days, yeah. and the next day he would walk in and he wouldn't say a word to you, but you knew you better do his hair and let him out that chair and go on about your business. Mm-hmm. So I would go hide in the office somewhere. He would, They would have to come find me. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, where is Kim? And I'd be like, because that'd be the day that somebody's getting fired. You know, but the day that you take it for granted that he's your friend or your homie, no, he's the man who signs the checks. So I never confused one day with the other. Mm-hmm. I knew what day I was on at all times. Mm-hmm. I paid attention. I grew to learn. And every client that I'm with, same, same deal. Mm-hmm. I make sure I learn their demeanor. I make sure I know what's on and what's not. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So you have to know those things with being dealing with a celebrity because they're not a typical client mm. where you can just dismiss them and say, I don't have to deal with you no more. Mm. No, because this is the industry that you mm. chose to be in. So mm. yes, you are going to deal with them. Mm. And depending on what they say to you, you will be back tomorrow. Mm. You know, so, um, you, you go through some some things and you know and you learn over like a lot of people will say oh if I was you I wouldn't let take that off of him and he couldn't talk to me like that I said well that's why you're sitting at home on your right. mother's couch mm-hmm. and I'm in Switzerland mm-hmm. really you you mm-hmm. wouldn't do oh okay mm-hmm. well I'll see you when I get back mm-hmm. with my passport stamps you know mm-hmm. to prove where mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. so yeah so don't tell me what you won't so do you've been, so you've been around the world many times many Doing times hair. over yeah it's been a beautiful experience. Just like all the things, riding camels in Egypt with him and, and going through the pyramids. And he's like, Kim, do you hear that? You know, and so like I said, all of these, I call those the book chronicles because all of this is going to be a part of my book that I'm writing. Speaking of the book. Yeah. So when is that dropping? I was hoping for June for his 60th birthday, but we don't know. We know it might be some brakes pumped on it, but um. Uh, it's coming. It's coming soon. Um, you know, we got to make sure some legality issues are worked out. And um, but it's coming. So what's it but, called? Um, Diamonds and curls. Diamonds and curls. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, just like I said, you know how you hear that old saying about everything that glitter ain't gold, mm-hmm. and everybody think all oh, the shiny things are mm-hmm. what I want, mm-hmm. and it's not really what you think it is, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's why I said literally remembering Tanya say it's not what you think it is, mm-hmm. and I'm. After so, I've so, traveled a so mile in her shoes. So, so the book talks about all that. Will entail, yeah. The ups and downs, the good, the bad, the funny, the angry, the, you know. But um, nothing scandalous, nothing yeah. salacious, mm-hmm. you know. Um, going to show him in all respect. Uh, that so, of you which, a, so you were doing award shows, all absolutely. that. You were there with Everywhere the he went, world. I traveled with him, everywhere he went. And I would go home, and like I tell people, I wouldn't even unpack uh, you know, I take the dirty clothes out, wash them, put the clean clothes back in, cause Ooh. I kept it because he would call at any moment and be like, "Can we go in here? Can we go in there? Can we go into Switzerland? Can we go into Switzerland?" So this I had to be ready. For how long? Uh, close to thirty years, about twenty nine years. Twenty nine years. Yeah, yeah, with Prince, yeah, and in in that. 29 years still having the opportunity to work with other celebrities you know and um like i said it's somewhere in between there is when i met cat and so now that now not not doing his hair and things like that it's like he's flourishing you know well yeah. i mean he's you know he was doing his thing whatever but now it's like he's boom he had the movie in december right that came out He's um, got Meet the Blacks is coming out. Yeah, Meet the Black Meet the too. Black. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He just did Father Figures with mm. Owen Wilson yeah, and, and uh, Glenn Close came out. 
got two and minutes then, of fame. Yeah, out. now he got two minutes of fame coming out. Tour going He's doing a Hunter City tour as well as uh, the Netflix special. He mm, just killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, he's selling out arenas every so you night. So he did his hair for that. And yeah, uh huh. Mm, okay. So fifteen thousand seaters, you know, shutting it down. Every city. I'm like, it's just amazing to come out and see a comic, you know, because you hear Kevin. Uh, Hart, Hart talk mm. about the large arenas and comics are selling out arenas and you go that was for rock stars but not no more you know so you've been to see in the stadiums yes they are in stadiums comedians I'm going one guy I on remember the stage. yes and I'm like and he has uh, six other comics that come out before him Red Grant is his host mm, Corey yeah, Zuman yeah. Miller uh, Mark Curry comes out right before Cat does does a whole old school set and kills it mm. like he has the, the, the auditorium in stitches uh, Shalant Pfeiffer, um, just super dope, uh, high energy, uh, a lady, her name is Jennifer Thomas, mm. but they call her Miss Jen, G-I-N, the girl is super dope, mm. and like I said, his lineup is fire, mm. so I'll tell everybody, whatever city he come to, you better get there, because the boy is, they killing it, mm. they are killing it, and uh, you, two hours go by in a heartbeat, oh, yeah, knock and, and it's, it's amazing, but when I tell you, they are just back-to-back funny. And they are just killing it, and and they prepping the stage for when he comes out and just lay the law down. Mm. And it, he's an amazing artist to see him at work, and it's just like it's I said, a blessing. yeah, it's it's, it's been amazing. Be right and he's and it, like I said, he's so much like Prince. It's 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 crazy, and he's also a fan of Prince, mm. and he's made that known, you know. And um, they because I, I remember seeing like on Two Minutes of Fame, mm-hmm. um. Just like seeing him in the chair, because I was trimming that fro up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And just seeing him in the chair, just on some regular, you know, just a regular part. But it's like, I've never seen him on stage. Yes. But I can only imagine, you know, seeing someone in the chair, you're doing a job, and they're mm-hmm. just kind of just, you know, real real quiet, yes. but cracking jokes a uh-huh. little bit. But then, boom, get up on that stage. Larger than life. life. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. That's why I'm just like, wow. I like to to see it uh, come, you know, come full scale. I'm just like amazed. And like I said, uh, the... backstage and watching his backstage antics they're clowning and getting ready but then right before the show you know he gets real quiet mm. and he, he's he getting into right. himself yeah, and because well. he finna go hit it yeah. and it's just amazing to see him work every night it's 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 amazing and i and i count it all joy to be a part of it so the book is coming um soon yes um, so where do you see yourself in the next 10 years uh definitely want to be teaching mm. definitely want to be teaching um uh, there's a young lady who I uh, aspire to be like, uh, Crystal Wright. She is teaching celebrity hairstylists how to, well, regular hairstylists, how to become celebrity hairstylists. Mm. And she tells you about, you know, being in the game and making sure you how to know how to negotiate contracts. So I'm going to bring all of what I know mm. from being on the road and being a part of uh, the celebrity lifestyle and make sure that I train people so that they don't step into the potholes mm. that I did. So, and she's charging people $5,000 a head. What? Yeah, she's not playing. So you got to come to her on top of that. So she's, you fly to New York, you get lunch, you get breakfast and lunch, you have to pay for your own dinner, your own hotel. Like, she's putting the game down. And, and, and because she's been in the game booking celebrity hairstylists, she was an agent, had her own agency and just started putting people out there, um... And now she's actually telling, you know, like they said, the game is to be sold. You know what I'm saying? And so I want to do the same thing. My teacher told me back in the day, 
once you finish with it, then you start teaching it. You give, they have to pay for your knowledge now. And so that's exactly where I plan on being with it. I want to be traveling around the world teaching and, um, you know, and mentoring students. This game can just yes. take you There's so no end to far. it. There's no end to it. And so. Because hair grows. Yeah, because it's not just movies. There's videos. There's plays. Um I, like even Disneyland, you can work at Disneyland doing wigs and, and, and stuff for all the characters at Disneyland. Like, that's an actual job. People don't even know you can go do hair at Disneyland. Like, I was like, what? And then I was good. <laughs> I, I worked for a good two weeks, and it was amazing, like I said. And But they were taking up my Sundays, and I got to give something to God. I was like, no, nah, I'm out of here. Mm. I was like, I was like, this was fun, but I got to, I got to go. Mm. So, um, but, yeah, that, it's very demanding. Um but you got to be willing, but learn so much on wig making and just all kind of things. Like I said, it's so much to be gained from everybody you come in contact with. And plays are just a whole nother uh, beast of, you know, touring. And so then you got movies and then you got commercials. So it's so many facets. So, so what have you um, uh, um, picked up more about Local 706? Was there um, any more game on, on that that you picked up? Um, well, keep everything. Keep your check stubs. Keep That was one thing. I threw away so much information. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, I could have been in the union. But I threw away because I didn't know that every union house that you work in, like, mm. let's say the arenas that had it, if it's a union house, that's union hours. Mm. So you get to use those hours towards your union. But I, who knew? You know what I mean? Now I know, so I'm keeping everything. Like I said, you keep your check stubs. You keep your crew sheets. You keep your production you know all of that anything with your name on it you keep it because they have to be able to verify um and like i said it was so much stuff that got put to the wayside or lost in the shuffle you know mm. didn't even know and thinking it was unimportant and right. so that's what the first thing they said well can you show us some check stubs where's your taxes where's your this where's your that so people think oh well i'm getting away with it i'm not gonna file all my taxes and this that, and the other well sometimes you're gonna have to be verified so you're gonna have to show something. And that's what I'm so, going through right now. I yeah, got, I have to um, by me sending my stuff in. Mm -hmm. I have to now get the um, employment verification. Letter. Right. Yeah. So start, that you have to show the them something. Them. So that and everybody's like, oh, we're thinking, oh yeah, well I'm not gonna uh, show all my money. Well, sometimes it's not about showing all your money, but you gotta verify. Something has to be yeah, verified. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what we so busy hiding. But it's like, no, at some yeah. point you gotta there's come no, legit. There's, there's no shortcuts to no. To, it really to success. Yeah, absolutely. And it's no like shortcuts. that's another uh, getting into the union. Like I said, the local 706 is one of the highlights of my uh, career. So I can't wait to do that and too. yeah and and be a part of that so like they said membership has its privileges so that's a lot of things that a lot of students don't know you know mm -hmm. and so i'm telling them i get excited like it's past beauty school it's something it's so much out here for us mm -hmm. like we have no idea like my teacher told me a little bit but once i got into the industry and started talking to people mm -hmm. and knowing finding out from other people this is available and that's available and i'm like what you know but um <laughs> it was so interesting just jumping out of the gate, which is a one in a million, uh, you know, chance that I would get one of the largest entertainers in the world. Like, where do you go from there? Where you know you what I'm saying? There? So anything, yeah. I have to make it great. Yeah. And so that's, that's what I'm doing right now is making sure I don't fall into mediocre mm -hmm. and make myself meteoric. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So we constantly have to recreate ourselves mm -hmm. and make ourselves, you know, redo the brand. Mm -hmm. What can I do that's fresh and exciting? Right. What can I do to put myself right. out here to make the next celebrity go? I need to work with Kim right. Berry. Right. So 
so that's what I'm in the process of doing is rebranding myself and getting everything in order and, and just making sure I do it right. Mm. You know, because like I was young that first time out and right. I was so busy living by the seat of my pants. I didn't know I was supposed to have my house in order on the yeah, back end. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now I'm making sure that all my I's are dotted and all my T's are crossed this, mm. this go round mm. because I, I know that I know God has already showed me that it's finna go to a whole nother level. So mm. I've got to be ready. Mm. And I remember uh, uh, Prince and I opened up a salon. The first salon we opened and it didn't do so well. We was open about four years. And he said, should I have sent you to beauty, I mean, to uh, business school? Mm. And I was like, no, I got this. Because you think that's what your ultimate goal is, to open a shop mm. and, and let people pay you. No, it goes way beyond that. Mm. It's more than just being a salon owner. You got to have products. You got to have hair. You got to have, because when you walk into a white salon, what's the first thing you see? Mm. Products. Mm. They make their money off the products. Yeah. Because if they're going to buy it anywhere, you yeah. might as well let them buy it from you. Yeah. Why yeah. let them go to a beauty supply? Yeah. They should be buying it from you. Yeah. If you're using it on their hair, they mm. should be buying it from you. Yeah, yeah. So that's one of the things that, you know, beauty school doesn't teach us. Yeah. So we, I learned the hard way, yeah. you know. And so um, uh, I tell people, don't try to rush into just owning a salon because that's not the end all be all. Because mm. I want my the new stylist that's coming up to touch every facet of what the industry has for mm. us. Mm. And, and then come back to this. This is always like, this yeah. the icing on the cake, you yeah. know. But you got to build the cake first. Right, right. So that's why I'm like, get the, get the bread, get yeah. the cake, you yeah. know. Yeah. Get the yeah. eggs and yeah. all that and mix yeah. it up in yeah. the bowl because yeah. you ain't even started to right. experience what's really out, out there. there. Yeah, right. and we're, it's it's an amazing we're just, journey. So, we're just so used to coming back, coming from school, going into the shop, and that's and it. And thinking that's it. And that's what it's my numb. teacher told me. He said, use your license for everything you can get out of it. Don't just stand behind that chair. Mm. He said, what you really don't do is be a kitchen beautician. He said, get your license and get some learning with your burning. Mm. And I, he said, know why you're doing what you're doing. Mm. And I'm like, now it makes sense, you know. So mm. it, it, it all came together, and like I said, um, who knew, you know, a year and a half after coming out of beauty school that I would wind up being with one of the biggest entertainers in the world straight out the gate, you know, no training, no nothing, just jump, dropped into the pool. Like, here we go. We leave it. <laughs> That's nothing but God. That's Absolutely. God. Um, I, you know, I, I appreciate you for, for coming through. It's and, been a blast. And, and, yeah. and <laughs> mm-hmm. Talking with me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just being able to sit and lounge with me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's one reason why I started this podcast was to, um, you know, interview people that have a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, me having a journey of myself. Absolutely. I wanted to link up with others who have journeys themselves. Absolutely. And to talk about that for as an inspiration to others Absolutely. that aren't living out here or they may live out here and have nowhere to go and nowhere to turn they need to hear that extra push absolutely and that's what is so great about the internet because you're able to reach people all over the world and so people i have been getting emails from switzerland and ireland and egypt and um dubai and people like are you coming here Mm -hmm. are you coming here like they want to meet me just Mm. by virtue of and i remember prince telling me kim by virtue of everything i have you already have it Mm. and i was like what you know didn't even understand And now I see how his fans are now loving me mm. and ready to be a part of whatever I have mm. going on. Mm. And they want to touch me and be a part of me and, and be at the different, um, you know, I've had the opportunity to go to Paisley Park and speak mm-hmm. on panels really? about Prince. Yeah, oh, so really? that's what I did last year. Oh, wow. And so I'm going back again this year to speak at the University of Minnesota. Okay. So there's a symposium that's going to be going on mm. um, called... Uh, well, it's called Prince the Symposium. So, really? And they're going to be talking about everything Prince. So there's scholars that are literally breaking down every era of his of his 
um, journey. Right. And then they're going to have all of us, the PRN alumni, come in and talk about actually touching the man. Mm. And so all the fans will be able to get not only the factual basis of, of mm. what he did, but then, like I said, to hear heartfelt stories from mm. us mm. coming from people who actually walked the journey with him mm. is just amazing. And like I said, when I did Paisley Park last year and the fans were like, oh my God, it's like sitting on the porch listening to my auntie tell stories. Like, mm. like you were so cool and you know, you were so down to earth and my book will be the same way. Gotcha. And so I'm delivering it in the same voice. Um, it'll be a spoken word, so you know, audiobook. version, audio book okay. as well as a uh, hardback. Okay. And so um, I'm excited about what God is about to do. So it's it's going to be, it's going to be big. And, and like I said, uh, I remember God just showing me greatness. And I was like, but once again, success is when opportunity meets preparedness. Mm -hmm. And when the opportunity pre presents itself, mm -hmm. are you, and my dad, he rings in my head every time, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm going, right, do this. Oh, wait, no, you can't do that yet because you didn't do this. Okay. Mm -hmm. So all the steps, like it says in the Bible, your steps are being ordered by just God. Like, just like showing up. You had yes. your homegirl with the, with the camera filming, yes. like you showed up prepared. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Doing, yes. doing the, the video footage. Right. Because you know the fans want to be a part of any little mm -hmm. bit. They just mm -hmm. want to grasp on anything that you can tell them about him. And so, and I, I consider it a blessing to be able to, because like one of my friends keep drilling in my head. She's like, do you understand that you're the last thing left mm. of him? Like, like you guys who work with him and now this last few days in the era with him, like they want to touch you guys. They mm. want to see, you know, to be a part of, and I'm just like, at first I didn't get it, but now as it's going on his two year anniversary that he's been gone. He passed and I away see, when he passed away. Uh, yeah. April 21st, mm. uh, uh, was it 16? 16. Yeah. So now we in 18. So 18. yeah. So April will be down there again in April for the uh, celebration of, of, of his life. He passed away, he passed away 2016? Yeah. Yes, this will be two years. Yeah. Wow. Just an yeah. icon. Just an, You know, we won't see. We may see somebody that big again. I don't know. Yeah. You know, um, hopefully. You know, but he set the bar so high. Mm -hmm. They got to come with it, all the stars. So for um, fans of fans of you, like who? How can they reach you? How can they contact you? How can they, you know? Yeah, um, I'm on women Instagram. That, women that want you to do their hair. Yeah, I'm on Instagram at Kim Beyonce K I M, the letter B O N S E T number two, and also on Facebook I'm at Kim Beyonce, all separate words, Kim Beyonce. So, and Yahoo, uh, you can reach me same way, Kim B on set, the letter B O N S E T, Kim B on set at yahoo.com. Yahoo so they can reach me any of those vessels. And so, so no, 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 uh, Snapchat, no, no, too much. I, I try Snapchat every now and then. <laughs> I, I forget. Mess, I, 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 can't mess with I will Snapchat. be so busy during yeah. my day, and my friends will go, Why don't you Snapchat this? Yeah. And I'm going, Oh, you know, and I, it's an afterthought. And yeah. I was like, oh, I, I, I just don't think about right. it. I and just so, stick with Instagram. Yeah, so I do Instagram every chance I get, and I, I can capture pictures and moments, right. and I always try to share the pictures with the fans, and they always, and I try to throw in a little story of something mm. I'm doing or where I'm going. Or, and so they seem to love that too. So, um, and it's just been a beautiful, like I said, so 
uh, I look forward. I've had some uh, fans fly in from all over the world and they come to get their hair done at the salon. Really? I'm, at, I'm at Spa 313 okay. in Inglewood, California. So I have a little suite there so they is can that, come is by that there. Off of, uh, Manchester? Florence and uh, La Brea. Okay. Florence okay. and La Brea in Inglewood. And so so I've had fans fly in and it's been amazing. They I'm fly like, in to get their hair done. Flying in because they want to get their hair done by the woman who touched Prince. Really? And it has been really interesting. So they tell all the stories about how, like, I might email is inundated with stories of Prince and how Prince changed their lives and how Prince, and I was at first I was just like what this is weird I don't want to be a part of this this is crazy and I said but then when you think about it it's like if you're all that's left mm. that t- that touched him you know and I was just like the mantle has been passed you know so who if if not you then who so mm. God, God says somebody has to tell you the story was, you was doing his hair yeah Somebody has to tell the story. So I'm excited, like I said, to be able to share every chance I get, you know, doing symposiums and doing panels and speaking. So that's what I want to continue doing, traveling all over the world and uh, talking to people about the man, um, not just the superstar, but the man man and how he laughed and how he cried and how he loved and how he, you know, you know, just he was a human being. Mm-hmm. They all think like he walked on clouds. Yeah, no, and he was just a regular like, guy. No, he was a regular he was human a regular being. Guy. And he wanted to be treated as such. You right. know, and that's the part I want to share with the world that he he was he was a he was a stand up dude, you yeah. know. And you know, just like anybody else, he had his moments, you know, mm-hmm. where he talked crazy and and uh, uh you know, without I can't think of lack of another word, but he had asshole moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like any other man, well, you, you know. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's, I said I tell everybody he put his pants on one leg at a time, you know, he mm-hmm. tripped over his shoes sometime and mm-hmm. you know, he did things that weren't uh acceptable and but he you know what he did? He got up the next day and did it again. Mm-hmm. Better and greater than anybody else. He out thought out, you know, all the record companies and everybody, oh, yeah. and he's just super smart. He was a, just a genius, super funny, always laughing and cracking jokes, and he was just a he was just an incredible dude. And I'm 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 in, I'm blessed to be a part of that journey. It's really been incredible. And I'm blessed to be in the presence of you, oh, and I'm blessed you. to have you here Thank to you. lounge with Skip. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, so is there any last words you want to give to the people? Just you know, like for any up. Up and coming, um, and uh, 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 you know, up and coming hairstylists that would like to be in your shoes, mm-hmm. or just want to basically get into the game of any sorts. Is there any type of words of encouragement or wisdom for them? Uh, definitely, just stay in classes, all the classes outside of beauty school. You got to go to hair shows. Um, now, you know, YouTube, unfortunately, mm-hmm. has taken over. But there's a lot of good stuff on YouTube. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you can stay trained and, you know, put your own little twist on different things and ideas, stay uh, stay on top of your game. Because there's somebody else doing it faster, quicker, mm-hmm. smarter. Um, if there's an easier way to do a certain type of hairstyle. You know, and like I said, you're always going to come up with your own little twist on how to put your variation on it. But just stay on top of your game. Stay stay vested. You know, um, be encouraged. Stay around people that's going to encourage you. Um, get away from the naysayers. Um, you know, sometimes going up to a higher level, you're going to have to walk by yourself. Mm. You know, you want to take everybody with you, I but know. everybody ain't ready. I know. Everybody ain't ready. You got to leave them at the bottom, you know. Mm. And, and, and you know, I have a new friend, and that's what he says all the time is, um, you know, I'll see you at the top, not from the top. 
And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Cause everybody not go, go with you. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just not in the journey. Some, some people that's the end of their chapter. And when God puts a period there, you can't bring them into the next chapter. So you have to leave some folks behind and, and, you know, and, and sometimes shining and you not shining is not doing them a service. You have to shine bright to make them step their game up and do better. So that's what I just, you know, water seeks its own level. So I'm constantly looking for people who are doing greater than me and better than me and faster than me because I want to be where they are. And when I learn that technique, then I want to go to the next one. And when I learn his technique, I'm going to go to the next one. And when I learn her technique, then, because, you know, you just want to keep going higher. And stagnant is never where you want to no, be. No, so just keep grinding. Keep moving. Uh, uh, internet presence is a must now. Everybody, like your new, the portfolio, what I had back in the day was a paperback book right, right. and you took to the client. No, now your portfolio is your Instagram. Right, right, your right. portfolio is your Facebook page. Right. So you have to have, you want to have a personal page where you're clowning, right. you keep that separate from your business page. Right. Your business page should have all business material. Right. All, if you're a makeup artist, I don't want to see nothing but makeup right. because I don't want to see where you was at the club clowning with your girls, right. where we went to Magic Mountain with the kids. I don't right. want to see none of that. That's if I'm what, an agent coming to your yeah. page, that's the last thing I want to yeah. see. All I want to see is your work. Right. And that, that's why with me, with my Instagram, I have my my, my personal skip to man, but I also have my music, Chandler music, and right. I also have my hair skips clips. Absolutely. And in, in all of those, I promote the podcast. Absolutely. Because they cover all facets Absolutely. of those that's all me that's right that's These, the, the people that i'm interviewing it's all this right so i have to basically spread it amongst you know all um you know accounts absolutely you know I mean? yeah so. and that's why i said having an internet presence is a must because the first thing now where agents used to say bring me your bring me your portfolio, portfolio. now your portfolio is your is your instagram yeah. Yeah. now your portfolio is so you have to make sure you're putting your best foot forward mm -hmm. at all times Every model can't go on on your on your business page. Mm. You know, maybe if you have your personal page, you can show you know all the homegirls. Mm. No, you want your professional things on your business page. Yeah. So that's one thing that I'm learning, as well as telling the youngsters, you got to have an internet presence because mm. that's the way of the future now. Yeah. Everything is internet, mm. and and internet is reaching all over the world. Like I said, I'm getting emails from Dubai and. Switzerland and people are asking me, well, what do you think about this color technique? What do you think about this? You know, oh, you work for Prince and oh my goodness. And well, how did you, co you know, complete this hairstyle and how did you, and I'm going, wow, mm -hmm. like who would have thought, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, I'm looking forward to, uh, traveling and sharing my journey all over the world now. That's tight. I'm not, That's tight. I'm not going to keep it here just in the United States. I'm looking to go worldwide and travel mm -hmm. and tell my story and share my lessons mm -hmm. and, you know, and just feed into, spread you know, the, spread the love and, spread and the love. yeah, and, and, and the knowledge. Kim, I appreciate you for coming okay. here with me. Thank you. Know you. I'm Thank you for lounging with Skip. Yeah, it was um, a pleasure. And until the next time, peace.